0: What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 12 of the Get Your Game Out podcast, bringing you the hot takes, latest stories, and spicy picks around New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, and international sports. Hosted by yours, and Anversani. Joined as always by Michael Tudium, Alex actually David Heller, Chris Kearn, and Marcella Sverdahl. You can listen to the podcast right now on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at please. So that's all I said. It's time they get a game on. We back. Go. What's up?
1: Yeah, yeah, crack yeah.
0: Yeah, what's cracking, my boys? Yeah, what's nothing? What's going on? With you, Michael, you're a little sweaty. I had a little basketball game earlier, yo. I scored 40, so you know I'm a little tired.
2: How many did you actually score? Actually forty. Are you Swear sure? My mother. Swear to my mother. Did you win? Yeah, I won. Me and my boy were killing. You know, I'm always nice, man. It's like a twenty and like forty league, 20, 20 plus and up. So it's pretty God. good. So I want to shout out to all my great teammates. So yeah, let's get to Adam. Let's get let's get the show started, boys.
0: Yeah, and and just so you know, for those of you who don't know, like I said last, I said I last so that. I would be getting my COVID vaccine Um, um on April 12th. And I did this. I got the Pfizer one. It's the first dose. I'll be going back for my second one in three weeks. And I had for most of it, I had like little to no side effects. It was mostly just some like arm pain, like.
2: Yeah, that's basically just, just, it. Just,
0: just some mild arm pain. And, that, and, that, and like that's free. Speaking that's of it.
2: COVID, speaking of uh, COVID, uh, vaccines, I'm about to get my
0: second one on April 29th. Oh.
2: So just throw it out there. So the second oh, one, good. they say hurts yeah so, the,
0: sec- the second one they say is a killer i mean yeah so i'm not looking forward to that so, um so, but- so yeah before but before we do get started we just, like um again we don't like to talk about like um non-sports issues like on this podcast so and we're not going to spend like too much time on this but but our thoughts to press go out to um dante right and like the entire black community like um after the tragic, after the tragic shooting like that occurred in Minnesota, and um, also uh, there, there was also another other one I believe it was a thirteen-year-old.
2: I believe I, there's also there's a bunch that happened this week. I believe,
0: but uh, there's a bunch of stories, both police and um and, and just there's also another in, in Tennessee. So again, lots of man. prayers to so all was... families affected. Like we're,
2: I, honestly, for me, I grew up I grew up in the hood, so growing up you see a lot of stuff like this police <laughs> brutality all this speaking of a guy that had been arrested before for protests for black lives matter out there on september 23rd i was out there supporting my rights yeah and i just remember seeing all the all the revolu all the revolutions it's a start and it's a progress yeah. people that don't say oh we support black lives matter we don't it's not a trend it's a way yeah. of life people gotta realize that and I, I know agree. this is a, i know this is our sports podcast and, and I'm sorry for our viewers that I'm getting political. This is a serious, serious matter. It is. This, this, it this is. war has been going on for, for, de- for generations to generations. It's been going yeah. since slavery since black people were imported. I'm sorry. I mean, again, we're, we're not going to get,
0: again, like, we're, again, like, we're not going to get into um, this, well, if you want to call it a quote unquote political issue, if you want to call it. I mean, it's I not know. about that show. Oh, wait, I, I mean, keep it in the sports. I mean, I, I, I get. again we're again we're not gonna like um spend like a whole episode talk about this because we are a sports podcast so so we that's what we are going to talk talk about but um we just want to let you know like we're not tone deaf we know what's going on in the world right now just thoughts and prayers to you michael and marcellus and the entire um black and asian community like 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 right now the recent tragedy has been going on like in the past couple of in the past like weeks and months and so and however long i mean i i think we need to all you guys know i hate talking about this stuff, this stuff so well, you guys want to talk to sports ago, but- you guys want to talk to sports and like like because that's what this oh, podcast man. we're supposed to be like kind of like the candy store you know yeah we it got we minds also gotta things. Address the issues too not yeah, so like candy, i i i i agree, yeah, I agree michael think. i agree but i oh, definitely
2: I agree, but because we don't know what's going on in the world unless we do something about what's going on.
0: Exactly, in the world. exactly. You make a great. Point. I
2: remember last year during the playoffs for basketball, they refused to play a game because Milwaukee is representing the team that got killed. Uh, police officer killing somebody, an African American. So let's change the topic before I go on and on about the government. Yeah, and I won't yeah, go. well,
0: yeah, yeah. I go for from- exactly, exactly. Like again, we're again we're not going to turn this into a, a, a political civil rights show, but. We but but um we we just we do we like to mention sure just so we are not me and up, self, so me
2: and my cousin
0: so we'll go on this for days right cousin oh definitely okay so definitely. all right, all right so. so so guess what guys we Let's are crack, gonna man. open up this show with hockey our Adam, first ever time talking hockey on this yeah, podcast man. so um wait oh oh. oh. Before we even get to Takayaki, I completely forgot to mention, I am so sorry, but we have a guest joining us. Alex, it's your close friend to you, introduce us, I guess.
1: Uh, This is my good friend, Devin Hesty. Um, we've met each other over Zoom. Uh, I think it's been like two summers ago. And he works at Anheuser-Busch, which is a beer company. And I did some work for them and and uh, since, since the then <laughs> uh. and since then we've been communicating so much about like baseball, hockey and and getting to know what Devin likes and not to mention that he is a Toronto Raptors fan. Oh, God. He got to go. He got to go now. <laughs> so,
3: well, thanks. Thanks for having me on, lads. So it's uh, exciting to get the invite. I'm hoping I'm your first Canadian guest, too. So- oh, cool. you are. you're Canadian.
2: Okay, he gets a free pass. Canadians have great peers. So, Devin, mm-hmm. welcome yeah, sure. aboard. Thanks, Michael. Been- thanks, Chris. All right. I, you know, Alex, you- I got a question about our guest, if you don't mind, Alex. Want to yes. ask him a question? So, Kevin, sure, sure. what sports you played? Since you're a major hockey fan, what hockey team do you support? All the teams in Canada or the Toronto Maple Leafs? Because I'm not a fan
3: of hockey. I just
2: know that the Maple Leafs suck. Is that?
3: <laughs> when you grow up, where I grew up, you uh, you're born and bred into Maple Leaf land. But I am a hockey fan, Michael. So I have uh, the Leafs are my favorite team, but I uh, I follow quite a few teams. St. Louis Blues are also on my list because of the Anheuser Busch connection. And then I follow players and some teams, some guys that I grew up playing with that uh, ended up playing in the show too. All right, so, so, so getting back to
0: hockey, um, we are going to talk. The reason why we're talking is that the NHL trade that I am um, recently passed, and there were a bunch of bunch of moves that um that we got to break down. But there there are two moves in particular that I want to highlight. Um, uh, Devin, David, Alex. If you have any other moves you want to mention, you can bring them up, but There's one move that I want to touch upon. Um, Devon, I'm going to get your take really quick. But um, the Islanders and, like, my favorite team, unfortunately, the New Jersey Devils recently made a trade, um, involves two longtime New Jersey Devils players, Kyle Palmieri, Travis Ajak. I love those guys. I'm going to miss them. To the Islanders for, I believe, a 2021 first-round pick and a couple of fourth-round picks, I believe. So, I'm As a Devils of my brief thoughts on the trade, um, I th- I knew it was gonna happen, like, cause both um, because c- there was a lot of rumors the trade that uh, that uh, Kyle Palmieri's a uh, that that um the Devils and like Palmieri like couldn't work out um because uh, you don't know Kyle Palmieri is due to be a free agent at the end of the year and the Devils and Palmieri couldn't work out extension so um. They did the only thing they could, and they they ended up trading him to a t- team like the Islanders. I think could really have you that I was thinking like um that was the team that in my opinion could have used Palmieri with the because that could use like a top line goal scorer like like Palmieri and like uh and also Travis Ajak, who has been a really long time Devil um been the like he just recently played his thousandth game with the club and he's been there he was actually the last Devil. Who actually the um? He was actually like the last member of the team that actually played um in the Meadowland. So he's so Travis Ajax has been with the team for a, a long, long time. So um, but ultimately, I think ultimately as the Devils, and I'm happy with the move. We got first round pick. The Devils are not a good team. We completely suck this season. We're clearly rebuilding Mozo. it's th- and it's just like at, it's just they're stockpiling assets they can use to build around this young core. They have Jack Hughes, Nico Heashier, um, Mackenzie Blackwood, Ty Smith. Um, when he comes up, he's probably going to come up eventually, uh, Alexander Holtz. I think like, this is ultimately a move of like – part of me doesn't like as a fan because I hate to see Palmieri and Zajac go, but um, definitely <laughs> I want to hear what you think. I think it's a move that um, – as at least from a Delosan
3: perspective that they had to make. It's a move they got to make, Adam, right? I think yeah. it's Tommy Fitzgerald doing his, his due diligence. Yeah. And I think you said it best is the, the expiring contracts. If you take a look at the moves that happened at the deadline, um, most of the moves were expiring contracts because of, you know, the State of the Union, COVID, the, you know, moving into Canada with exactly. the uh, quarantine, right? You think about the cap situation, a flat cap for the next three years, and then the Seattle expansion draft. What a great Great moves. Even the Kulikov deal, I think, was great to get assets. But then you look at Lou, right? And you guys know Lou if you're a Jersey fan. Oh Sitting- man, we love Lou. Oh uh, yeah. Sitting in the weeds, he was in on everybody, but no but nobody, right? Nobody ever knows what Lou's gonna do. And when everybody thought Hall was going to New York, he goes and pulls off this deal. <laughs> like yeah, I mean I mean Lou Larmel
0: is clearly like um he, I, I honestly don't think he gets enough credit when we're talking about like the greatest sports GMs. He's one of the greatest sports GMs of all time, in my opinion. He's he's been he's just been so good with the way he built up the like um the New Jersey Devils like dynasty from nineteen ninety five, to 2003. Like um, he's he just done some age job and. He's done a great job with the Islanders. I mean, can we talk for a second about how many like former Dells are with the Islanders? You got Lou Lemorell, you got Andy Green, you got Corey Snyder, now you got Kyle Pomari and Travis Zajac. So, I mean, I mean, it's, it's nuts, but looking at it from an Islanders perspective, um, I, I think they definitely like, I think they definitely um, won this deal as well. They got um, Kyle Pomari, who's like a legitimate like 30 goal scorer. They got Travis Kajak, who was—he won't do much for, as a devil's fan. Like I can tell you right now, he won't do you much for you offensively. He is a piece um, like defender. He's one of the best. He's—he's a really good like defensive forward. So and, and he's like really good at face-off. So he's definitely still, in my opinion, a reliable piece. I think, I definitely think he still has like a lot left in the tank. So if you're an honors fan, I think um, this is a clear sign they're going all in on this year. Uh, there's a clear sign they're going all in to try and, you know, make it right winning the cup this year. And uh, I definitely think like, this is a move that the Islanders had to make as well. I got a question
2: for, for Mr. Devin, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, Mike. Devin, Devin, if you can just react quickly to the trade from the Oz executive and Michael, you can ask your question.
3: Yeah, It might be the deal of the deadline, to be honest, right? Like if you think about what Boston did with Hall and maybe didn't give up anything, but Taylor Hall and his, his, you know, his self-proclaimed, like, lack of confidence, he may not have any impact on the team. The Felino deal in Toronto, to Toronto I liked for impact. But this might be the deal of the deadline, man. Good, good for both teams, like you said, Adam. You yeah, question definitely. Uh, Michael, go ahead. So who do you think is the best player in
2: hockey? Because I heard that Sidney Crosby is a player, uh, of the best player in the league today seven-time MVP awards. And who thinks the best team in the league, like, in the last decade? Because I heard the Blackhawks. I'm not a hockey fan. I heard that the Blackhawks were that team in the 2000s in the, in the 2010 era.
0: All right. Devin, before you ask this, ask this question, I want to just give my thoughts to you, Michael. Yes, but for a, while, a long time, it was Sidney Crossley. Sidney Crossley is, like, going to go down as one of the greatest, like, players of all time. Like, we all – we like, um even like even like people who don't know hockey like notice, but um, but Michael uh, Devin, I just wanna, I just wanna give the floor to you, teach Michael here a little lesson
3: about a man by the name of Connor McDavid. I, I think he actually said his name wrong. Connor McJesus. I think is what there we call him. Adam, yeah. that's what you get, you smartass.
2: <laughs> Tell him. Get him, Devin. Expose him. Well,
3: expose. it's uh,
2: – yeah, Crosby
3: had his due. Evan got exposed. Devin, yeah. Adam got exposed. Crosby had his due, but it's uh, – I think there's a tear in the NHL, and McJesus is in a tier of his own, so Connor McDavid – uh, I actually, is... yeah, he's from. Uh, I live in the same town that he grew up in, so uh, Newmarket, Ontario. And a friend of mine is uh, has actually done some work at his mom and dad's house. And uh, oh, wow, and, uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, Connor comes back and skates. So my kids actually uh, do hockey schools at the arena that Connor does some some summer training at, and then he also gets some ice at the arena that I play hockey at still currently. So yeah, what I, was I, this? I i'm a little bo- i'm a little biased he's pretty he connor does things that humans aren't supposed to be able to do he that's he,
2: biased
3: he, man he operates at a speed um that the game hasn't seen and he's actually gets faster with the puck on a stick so okay. i'd say connor connor right now i'd say crosby's still top five in the game though yeah he's Cros- still he's still top five yeah what he does but i would say if
0: Ovechkin's well, still up there i still think patrick kane's still up there um
3: Yeah, I'd have Ovi and Patty Kane probably duking it out for five. But I think if you, you know, if the NHL redrafted their teams every year, McJesus or McDavid, uh, Nathan McKinnon, Nate Dogg Mm. and Austin Matthews would go top three every year. Those are the three guys that every team in the NHL is going to take one, two and three, probably Connor first and then Austin or, or McKinnon second or third, depending on the team. And then you're going to see Crosby and then probably Ovi and uh, Kaner are the other ones in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean,
3: don't at me, Michael. Don't at me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What did I do? Yeah. Chris, I, I know you're not big cock fan, but I was asking you, you've heard of like how good Connor McDavid is, right? Oh,
4: oh definitely. Definitely. I, I still hey, heard of the top. I don't know box, why. So I said, come, come at me for it. I don't know why I get so wild. I want to get signed like how like, special uh, McDavid is, too. <laughs>
0: Hey, first uh, he of is all, just unbelievable. I, mean, I um, just got called out.
2: <laughs> I just I, somebody called me out and says, "I heard somebody call me out on this podcast." So <laughs> I'm gonna get you for that, Mister Devin. All,
3: all right, right, so, all right um, don't on blame the basketball with me, boy.
0: All all right, I didn't um,
3: David said uh, it best. What about Ovechkin though? No. Ovechkin yeah. still
0: pretty. Ovechkin still pretty good. He's still amazing. There's no
2: brothers in the hockey league. I don't know why they
0: don't much brothers in the league. You know what I'm saying?
5: Um, I think Mike did not understand the whole first African Canadian hockey player who did so play hockey.
2: Black African American. I, I think from Canada. <laughs> I've been to Canada. It's a beautiful country. Beautiful women run topless every year. But point is. There ain't no brothers, brothers playing in, in, in the NFL. I mean, in the NHL. My bad. Which one? Actually, the. Two, uh,
0: actually, uh, wait. wait I, 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 I want to I call Michael out here, uh, guys. When he says as though, like, um brothers in the NHL, two words. Well, actually, th- three, if you want to call it. P.K. Suban. He is. He's all. He's nice. awesome. He's great for
3: the game too. He's great, he's great for the game, and,
0: I, and I'm so, I'm so happy he's on the Devils, <laughs> oh, man. I, he's always one of my favorite players, Aaron. and and um like um like how big of a presence he is. I'm just I just so happy i look at him and say that guy plays for my favorite team.
3: <laughs> I love that. Well, yeah, and I the know. other thing is, you got we're talking about McDavid, but a guy who's made McDavid look good, and when you talk about hockey and inclusion right mm-hmm. now, is Darnell Nurse. He could be the Norris Trophy winner. And, and, you know, when you speak about black guys playing in the NHL, Michael, he's probably as good a defenseman as there is. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, did you guys see that history was made a couple uh, couple weeks ago in the AHL? The LAT uh, was it the Ontario Reign um, had the first all black line where they had uh, uh, Devontae Smith Pelly, Quentin Byfield, who was the second overall draft pick in the draft last year, and Akil Thomas as the first all black line to ever play together in a hockey game so honestly I grew up in
2: the hood so we didn't play hockey we only played roller hockey (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying
3: Wayne Simmons came to my favorite team the Leafs this Mm -hmm. year and I was actually doing some research on him and some of the the programs that he's done in the inner city in Philadelphia when he was a flyer um it's pretty amazing what he did with just uh ball hockey or street hockey and I did hear that yeah Yeah. it's pretty cool hey David
2: yeah, it's really. Maybe don't know
3: nothing. Right. Introduce
2: an <laughs> in hockey to uh, to this to the, the cities East, like. that don't have it, right? So, yeah. first of all,
0: who is the puck when it comes to hockey? <laughs> all right, all right, Alex. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to speak. Do you have any thoughts on like uh, the deadline and anything we talk about?
1: Um, so Devin, uh, I know that um, Michael Raffer, uh is gone from Philadelphia. Uh, what do you see in the next draft to overcome that spot for Philadelphia?
3: Yeah, that's a good question, Alex. And I think, first of all, let's not sleep on what Washington did at the deadline. They, you know, they sneakily added some hockey players. Uh, You know, I think Raffle who it might not even play to the playoffs if I understand correctly, with his injury, but he'll be a good add for them on their bottom six. And then, um, Bringing in the Mantik, they paid a big price. Is huge. Gives just some depth scoring and fills out kind of their top six, um, where they had some gaps. A guy that can play with like Backstrom and Oshi, right? So
1: mm-hmm.
3: that's a good point. That was a sneaky deal adding Raffle. But I think when you think about drafts, I think the next couple years, you know, this year, if you look at it, the um, major juniors in Canada really haven't been playing because of the out the the effect on COVID. If you look in the U.S., the NCAA has some playing. Is if I'm drafting this year, I'm gonna want to look at the NCAA really hard because you're not gonna have a real good look or a real good feel of anybody playing Major junior in Canada this year. So if you're looking to fill that spot, I don't think the draft's the way to go right now. You gotta kind of develop from within. And I think Alex, you know, what are some of the guys in Philly that you see that maybe are gonna be able to crack her? Some guys that are at Lehigh, they're gonna be able to crack the lineup here shortly.
2: Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I just heard some great news. Yo, I'm sorry, but this is gonna be my
0: hot take. After it's not gonna be about hockey. Right, right. we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second, Michael. But so, oh. so um, go ahead, David. Definitely finish off. Yeah, um, I just I
3: don't think the draft's gonna be the way to go right now, guys.
0: I I I agree. Like um, I think like the draft this past two years. Um, I mean in recent memory, like. We see guys like um, Jack Hughes, Capo Caco, um, Alexis Lafreniere. I think those are like um, the heavy drafts where you're going to see like, where you're going to see a lot, we're going to see a lot of like those big time players come out. And uh, I, I, if they come out. I've heard like um, the draft, like in like the future years, is good. is going to be like, it's going to be like um, kind of on the weaker side. So yeah, I agree.
3: Yeah. And in a cap world, I think the, uh, the interesting thing is, teams need to fill out their lineup with young players on like entry level contracts. But if you look at what some of the teams, and again, I'll go back to the Leafs because it's what I know is getting veterans like Jason Spezza and Joe Thornton to sign for the league minimum. I think that's going to be the route that a lot of GMs are going to have to take because they're just not going to know what they're getting because the kids haven't been playing a lot of hockey. Right. Yeah.
0: Devin, I, wa- I want to ask you um wh- one more question that we can like transition like away from hockey. Um, I think like in, in past years, um, like in the NHL, we see like we see a lot of hockey players they come out like, um, and they make instant impacts. We saw like that with um, Connor McDavid, we saw that with um, like Alex Ovechkin, like Cindy Crossley, Patrick Kane. Now, now we look at some of the recent like high draft picks, like they've taken a little bit of time to get going. Like we saw Jack Hughes, like, um, struggle his rookie year, but now he's had like a, a big uh, he's he's like show some promise in you know, his software. He's been inconsistent times, but he's still showing a lot of promise. Like you see it with Capo Kako, like you same thing. And Alexis, forget, he, he got to those slow stuff, but like he's starting to learn his game. Like, I think like, I think in the modern HL it's harder for these kids to come out and like make it, make an instant impact.
3: Yeah. It's a good, t- it's a, it takes a special person to be 18 years old and go into a league to play with men. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, if you think of, the uh, you, you know, Austin Matthews, is another guy who made an impact. But you look at guys like Mitch Marner and some of these other guys that had to spend some time in the minors uh, to get some seasoning before they cracked the NHL. Yeah. You know, Quentin Byfield, what L.A. is doing with Byfield, I think is super smart that, you know, if he a different year, like if this was another year, they would have had to put him on the NHL team or send him back to junior. But they had an opportunity to set him in the a- the AHL this year. And Montreal's doing it with Cole Caulfield. They're, they, they yeah. instead of putting him in the NHL where he's an 18 year old playing with men, they can put him in the AHL and let him season a little bit.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. If you're, I just want to say, if you're a Devils or Rangers fan, I think, um, the future of like, um, your like, like high draft picks, like with Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, <laughs> Capo Caco, and Luxoffier, they're not like among your conservative teams. I think. I think all four of those players are going to be uh, big time players, and
3: the- I think all four of those guys are going to be studs. They're going to be studs. They're and again, like you know, I think Jack Hughes he hasn't even grown into his man body yet. He's not. He's, he's still technically a teenager. He's a teenager, right? He could have still went to the World Juniors this year, and Lafreniere was he was a, a kid in a man's body yeah. playing against kids. And You take a French kid and move him into New York City and put him in a man's league, it's it's uh, he's gonna take some time to adjust, but he's gonna be okay. He's still as good as he was when they drafted him,
0: right? I agree. Fun fact, I actually met Jack Hughes once, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, kids I, are I, 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 I like a fan fest. Like, I I, I love um, the entire like Hughes family of Jack. Um, you got Quinn Hughes, and you got Luke who's actually coming out of the draft this year. I this is going to be, like, my hot take. Not, I'm not going to replace it with your hot take, Micah, but I'm going to call this Adam's hot take. I think the huge family – Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell. All right. But I think the huge family, like Jack, um, Quinn, the and hell? Luke, it's going to go down as the Manning family of hockey. <laughs> the American family? That's a tough dub. The, 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 the
3: Manning family of hockey. Did I get the replaced?
2: Man. Did I just get replaced by my hot <laughs>
3: There's uh, – I mean, even though Wayne Gretzky's- Adam, go F <laughs> yourself with a huge giant bloke.
0: <laughs> You're my hot take. I had a
2: great hot take today.
3: You're still going to get your hot take. Don't worry, Michael. <laughs> I have to say. I think it's, that's going to be a hard one, though, Adam, when you think about – even Brent Gretzky, like maybe scored one goal in the NHL, but Wayne and Brent, as the Manning family, are kind of hard to I mean, overcome,
0: I, right? I, I mean, obviously Gretzky, but uh, obviously, like you can't compare to Gretzky. But, but I, 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 but it's like kind of like they you are know, like a, like um, I think like Jack and Quinn are both gonna be studs. I won't be surprised if Luke's pretty good too. So I'm just they're going to be studs just, yeah they're going to be studs yeah I think so think um,
3: keith kachuk and his boys might have something to say about that too but <laughs> yeah i mean there's a lot of competition but um there's some good families but if you look at the the hughes boys just, they grew up in the nhl world right their dad was yeah. uh was was a was a scout so yeah. they've grown up around pro players and, and pro environment their whole lives yeah.
0: yeah definitely um so any final thoughts guys Oh, all and right, Adam, all right. You forgot
5: me for the my my protector.
0: Oh, go ahead, David.
5: Uh, I, Wait, I, th- I think we
0: got to did, uh, right. Just go ahead. Just go ahead.
5: Then I was gonna ask you some um questions about um, you think of um, Scott Martin re-signed to Flyers.
3: Yeah, I don't know much about him. I mean, the my Flyers guy, if I have questions on the Flyers, I go to Alex, right? Hmm. He's the guy that knows it, but. Um, so Lion is, is he the goaltender?
5: Um, uh, I think he's a good, no, oh, Lawton,
3: Lawton, Yeah, sorry, Lawton. I thought that was a great deal. If you ask Alex, yeah. um, if you ask Alex, I said to him before the deadline, he's the one guy I wanted to get to Toronto. If I was, if I'm Toronto or if I'm a team making a cup run and I needed a, a guy that's a true, like a guy that can play in the top six or can play in your bottom six, Scotty Lawton was my guy. And uh, I think I even heard, um, didn't Fletcher say he woke up that morning not knowing what he was going to do, if he was going to deal him or re sign him? And uh, I think that was a great deal for them to get him on what a five year deal? Is that what it was?
5: Uh, I think so. Yeah, it yeah. was.
3: Yeah. He's a prototypical flyer, though, lads, right? Like that guy plays the game the right way. Yeah. I... I'm yeah. Just so. At cap friendly, David. Right. See what he did sign for. Yeah. Yeah, he was the best kept, like two under two and a half. They got him for under five million. Is that nope, sorry, they got him for oh, they got him for fifteen million for five years, three million bucks a year. That's a good deal. All That's
5: right. yeah, it is.
3: All right, um all right, I
0: hate to cut the same show, but we are but we are like running a but we're sorry, but um clock is saying so we're gonna move on. Um Devin, we thank you for coming out. You wanna ground for the rest of the show?
3: I'd love to stick around for Michael's hot take. If I could all, right, all right, all right, all oh,
0: right. So moving on I to um the segment. to uh, it was great talking about uh, hockey. Obviously, like I wanted to get in some hockey talk with Angel. I did, I um I'm surprised. I thought I was gonna rant more how much the Devils suck, but I uh, <laughs> made it through without 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 ranting really. So probably stuff of for that. So so moving on. Mike's hot take. Michael, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so happy to be a
2: to be a Nixon Lakers fan, but mostly a Lakers fan today. Because I just found out that Kobe Bryant, the person that's gonna induct him, is his childhood idol, Michael Jordan. That made me as a basketball fan. You know what I'm saying? The two greatest NBA players of all time inducting Kobe, it's Michael Jordan. It should have been Michael Jordan hands down. I think Jordan should induct him, Vanessa. Shaq and all the people that made Kobe should speak on his behalf. You know what I'm saying? That's two. Are, Kobe and Jordan are the two most influential, intro, intro, most intro. I can't say the word. Are the two biggest reasons why people fall in love with the game of basketball? Am I right, Chris? I I, I
4: would agree with that, I think. Yeah. In this
2: decade, from 1990 to 2010, there were only two players. It was Kobe and Jordan. What do you think? So, you, you agree with me on that one, pimpin'? Okay, so I was in Lila Land. Okay. I'm the same. Yeah, I bas- agree. I agree, mate. as a basketball fan, growing up watching Kobe play all my life, the number number eight was my item. It was like my favorite number in 24 and 23. Those are the three numbers I wanted to play in. If you didn't have number eight for me, I'm wearing 24. If you didn't have number 24, I'm wearing 23. If you didn't have 23, I'm wearing 25. The reason why we fell in love with this game for a reason was the love of what the best players had. You know what I mean, you know, we all practice in our driveways. I don't know about David, Devin. I know Devin played basketball growing up, but you know we all played it. We all fell in love with the game for a reason. I I think we all we all practice want to be that hit that final shot the buzzer, imitating our favorite players. Like I think Col- Jordan was Kobe was that for Jordan, and Kobe was that kid for me. When we used to say Kobe Jordan, Jimmer, we all love the game. That's like. Six fans of the game. We fell in love with it. You know what I'm saying, boys? That's
3: Even Canadian exactly. kids, yeah. like every time they shoot a piece of paper into the trash yeah. basket, they say Kobe. Or kids yeah. picking up pucks, yeah. when they pick up pucks and put them in the back bucket, they shoot the pucks and they say Kobe. I think we all grew
2: up on it. Kobe was Definitely. our... What Kobe was to... Wait, how can I explain it? How the 80s was magic and bird, how Jordan was in the 90s, how Kobe was for the 2000s, how LeBron is to 2010s, that's how great basketball was. Because he, you dominated, Kobe dominated from 2000 to 2010. People didn't realize that, honestly. I believe Kobe should have more MVPs than Steve Nash, in my opinion. I'm just saying because I'm totally freaking biased. That one-year when Kobe was averaging 30-5-8 and five and eight a season. Kobe does
0: have more MVPs than Nash, doesn't he?
2: No, Kobe has one, Steve Nash has two. Which I believe... I did not. I, I,
0: I could... Yeah. When you think of how much of an icon Kobe is, you assume, you'd assume he had more.
2: I believe Kobe should have more MVPs. He got robbed because the NBA was transitioning to a different game. I don't think Steve Nash wasn't that good until the league changed because he was a soft of a player. If I you give me Gary Payton... Alan Iverson, Jason Kidd, or Mungsey Bowles. I'm picking all those four before I pick Steve Nash in the pickup game. Hands down.
4: Is this your hot take? That's a that's a bad take.
2: <laughs> no, no. Here's why. Because Steve Nash is a soft player. He couldn't handle playing in the hood. He couldn't he couldn't handle it. You go for a layup, Steve Nash goes for a layup, he's not gonna make it in the hood. All right, hey, don't get mad. I'm just speaking my truth. You think Steve Nash will play well in the hood? No, but that,
4: that wasn't the point you made at first. You, you take Muggsy Bogues over Steve Nash. No, I'm talking about hood
2: bats. No, I, I know, I know. i playing so play in the that. hood. We're playing in the hood with street Bar, Matt with, with Adam. Oh. You will pick Steve Nash in the hood. Steve Nash will get bodied because he's so
0: soft. Adam, I mean, if real. we're gonna talk about how, about, um, if we're talk about like the physicality aspect, I mean, I guess I hear on, that, I mean.
2: If you put That's me like right one of the greatest of- point guards
0: of all time,
2: he's easy yeah, he's like well- you could be he's the greatest NBA point guard, one of the greatest NBA point guards. But if you put him in the street ball league, he wouldn't survive.
0: Yeah, because he's more of a subtilday, he's more yeah, of a passer. A
2: finesse but you don't has- understand why you can hold There's that against not them, a special right? player, though. <laughs> but yeah, I, honestly, if you put a street ball player in the NBA, they will suck. Like if you put the professor in the NBA now, he wouldn't play the things he does is freaking travels. If you put like Rafer Austin, who can adjust from the NBA to street ball, if he would have put did some street ball stuff like the between the legs, all that head off the ball, you know, all them fancy dribbling, he would have made money off of it. Like the Sham God, that's like my all-time favorite crossover. It's the Sham God. You guys are like ask me, you're looking at me. What the hell is the Sham God? Oh, the Sham God is the most deadliest crossover. Yo, Chris, you ever got sham guided on somebody? You ever did a sham guided on somebody? I have not. I know Alex can't cross over. He dribbles like a two-year-old, but still, uh, <laughs> all joking aside, I believe, now back to, get to my point. I'm saying Kobe should have his own, has should have had his own Hall of Fame class to himself. That's how good of a player he was.
0: I mean I definitely could see your point i definitely i definitely like see your point no I definitely agree exactly with you on what a lot you' saying I definitely think like um, I think Kobe's introduction like will be probably like um will go down as like the most emotional like hall of fame introduction I think of all time. Maybe right? crying
2: my eyes out because I'll, I definitely
0: will be. There's probably I mean, NBA
2: players. I I, want I, to I, I think
0: MJ will definitely be there. I think um uh, I definitely agree. I think Shaq should speak. I think um No, this, I, I obviously will be there. Um I think it's just gonna be like a really, really emotional night and man, man it's gonna hit like the basketball it's gonna hit myself, you, Michael, Marcellus, I all of us. I, I think it's gonna, I, like I think it's gonna hit the basketball world like um, no other way. You consider like not only how uh, not only like the tra- about the tragedy of his passing, but um, like just how much of an icon he was. You know, I think there it's gonna be a very you emotional remember. night. People so um, people are gonna remember where John Lennon was when? Where were you when John Lennon
2: died? Yeah. Where were you when John F. Kennedy died? And where were you when Kobe Bryant died? Like, Definitely. those three wow. things hurt. I remember, I don't care what sport you played, hockey, football, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, or whatever sport you played, yeah. you had to know who two people were, Corey Bryant and Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali. Were, you had to know those three people. That's the oh, only wait, big – Wait,
0: there's four. I want those four. Derek Jeter. But
2: people don't know who Derek Jeter is. Some people don't. I Like, I'm just saying, but yeah. – I mean, he's out but, there, but I, I think the. But I believe that He Kobe, is up there, though. I mean... Kobe, Kobe Jordan and Muhammad Ali were household names. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Kobe Bryant is probably the most smartest probably. NBA player ever. A brother won a freaking Oscar, too. He had unbelievable talent. And his daughter, okay. Gigi, who was probably going to be the greatest women's basketball player of all time, besides Cheryl Miller. Bros, that... That talent that he taught his daughter, how much she was doing at 13, I seen Deuce can't do until they're 30. Yeah. that. You had the greatest be- a... scorer teach you the game of basketball. You're going to be something. I don't care how old you are. I'm saying how LeBron's kids, LeBron's son, LeBron James, is a best, one of the best in his draft class, in his high school class. However, I'm from Camden, so I'm going to be biased. I'm going to say Juwan Wagner Jr. is the best sophomore in the country. Watch his highlights. He's an animal. I'm telling you that now. And this has been enough of my hot take because
0: I'm going to be emotional. And start crying Oh, man.
2: Kobe. Shout out oh, to Kobe. man.
0: I, I, th- th- I just want to let you know that night, like his Hall of Fame induction somewhere, I'm going to be eating a lot of ice cream, just so you guys know.
2: Man, I'm going to be in tears crying my ass off.
0: Michael, you be eating ice cream? I'll be drinking and crying. <laughs> Chris, you gonna have ice cream?
4: Definitely
2: yeah. will be. All Can right,
0: Marcel, so you gonna have ice cream? Marcel's going to be at the bar for, drinking for, for. <laughs> a whole night of beer, cream, and, um, ice ice of beer and ice cream for us. So, Michael, oh, cool. great hot take. I mean, I mean, you've been like on fire with your hot takes. I mean, I think right now you're like eleven for twelve in my approval range. You had you missed on one, and, and that they you only missed on heaven, one so far. As I said. That the Chris Jenkins shot
2: wasn't the greatest college shot of all time. They still on me about it. No, we imagine him putting it in the top five. Was
4: just a
2: joke.
0: You guys won't let it go. <laughs> no. It wasn't that impressive. He didn't. Devin for his zero, No, he didn't put um the Je- the Jenkins I the over shot like in his top five greatest basketball shots of all time.
2: It wasn't that impressive. He just chucked it up and shoot it. How
0: impressive is that? Just
2: threw it up. Right you threw it up. That's not impressive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. A well,
3: well, well,
2: yes. All right. All right.
3: All right. I, we're, we're I had we him not, as a ghost we're... pepper hot take there, Adam. But after that, I might have to down down him to like chili pepper on that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Devin. <laughs> Listen, listen, Canadian. Don't make me roast you on this hot take <laughs> on this podcast. I got a lot of Canadian jokes, but I'm not going to do it.
3: He already listen. roasted the leaves. I had to take that personally, Michael.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, go yeah. back
0: to you. I can't say I, we, can't be, we can't be racist to Canadians, Adam. This is a non racist show. I agree. So, but, but again, anyway, great hot take, Michael. Like, um, you brought the always. always. So, we're going to move on right now to, um, to, um, a- another kind of like, um, not, not kind of like sad traffic story. Um, Lamarck Aldridge, we see, um, retired from the NBA and for those who don't know, like he recently was having, like, I believe some heart problems and, um, he, he, he started having like during, like after the Nets game, I guess the Timberwolves and, and that's took him to, um, the, to, uh, the hospital and, um, I believe the hospital cleared him to go, but, um. But apparently, the results like like were really scary to Demarcus, so he thought to himself, "I'm not risking this." You know, I I still got a lot life to live. I got I played 15 years in the NBA, and um, he ultimately like this ultimately decided to call it a career. He released um, this statement uh, statement on uh, Twitter. I'm gonna um, see if I can pull it up to read it for you guys. Just all right, here it is. Today, I rate this letter with a heavy heart. My last game I played while dealing with the regular heartbeat. Later on that night, my rhythm got even worse, which really worried me even more. Next morning, I told the team what was going on, and they were great. Great gave me to the hostel and gave me checked out. Though I'm better now, what I felt with my heart, heart that night was still one of the scariest things I've experienced. With that being said, I made the decision to retire from the NBA. For 15 years, I put basketball first, and now it's time to put my health and family first. I'm grateful for everything this skin has given me. The great memories, including all the ups and the downs, and the friendships I made it will keep me forever. I thank Portland for dropping a skinny kid and giving me a chance. The city of Portland has given me some unforgettable years. They will always remain in my heart. I want to thank the Spurs for laying me into a family and giving me five home years. Last but not least, I want to thank Brooklyn. You want me in a game that's changing so much he asked me to come in and just do what I, I do which is good here I'm sorry I didn't get the last song but I definitely had fun being a part of this special group you ever know what something will come to an end so make sure you enjoy every day I could truly say i did just that um Lamarck Solridge so I'll, I'll, so I'll give on um, my nets fans perspective on this a little bit but um i obviously like I don't think any any decent human can be mad at Marcus for this. I mean, um, he's played 15 years in the NBA. You know, um, he's had a great career, but his ultimately his health and and um, like his health is ultimately more important. In, in, in so, um, as a Nets fan, like we thank, Ma- I just want to say thank you for Marcus for um, even though it was a, sh- even though it was short lived, it was great to have you as the Nets. I just um, we really like wish you all the best going forward and hope you like reco- and like hope he recovers.
4: Definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, you can't, You talked about it, but, like, yeah, definitely just wish him the best going forward. And, like, it's really rare, rare but we've seen other players deal with some hard issues in the past, which you always can't take lightly at all. So, he's, he's had a great career, so I definitely understand him retiring. I sh- I'm sure it hurt him because I know he really wanted to be a part of this Brooklyn postseason and potential title run, but – he had to do what's best for him, so I definitely get that. But also from the Nets' perspective, this doesn't change anything for them. They're still the favorite in most people's eyes yeah. probably to win it all. So we wish Aldridge well, but the Nets won't miss a beat too much uh, without him. Uh,
0: Honestly, he I'm going I'm to – go. I'm 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 Michael, I'm, I'm going to get to you in a second, but I want to just um, jump on what you say, Chris um, – I'm a little bit more concerned about it than, than you are. I still think I still think I don't I don't think it has a major pack on our Nets. But we consider like um uh, like um how big of a weakness their rim protection was to lose like one of your best um to one of like probably like one of your best big man on the team. I still think it's a blow. It's not a huge blow, but um I still think it's a blow. But I don't think it's anything that um that this can't recover on. They still have DeAndre Jordan, who's still a pretty good um who's still like at a. Uh, while he's still a backup at this point of career, he still can provide you some good minutes. And I think the big thing is the emergence of Nicholas Claxton. I would be much more concerned about this, like if Nicholas Claxton has been like as good as he was. But definitely, but yeah. I think with how good Nicholas Clarkson has been, I definitely think um, this definitely isn't like um, a huge loss for the Nets. I agree. Yeah.
4: yeah, I think Claxton, Griffin, and Jordan can get the job done. At the I agree. But we'll see how it goes playoff time.
2: Uh, Michael, <laughs> go ahead honestly it was his time you know played played a good year seven-time all-star 2012 2013 2014 15 16 18 19 he had a hell of a resume that some players don't get to be able to do in his career you know i think it was good for him like to find out now and then him passing out on the court because it, it's like it's basketball's a deadly game and i think you gotta worry about the owners and the physicians. Knowing about this, they should have. When you go to training camp, you should know about it. But some NBA players want to hide it. You know what I mean, Chris? You know what I mean, Adam? You know, you know how, how it yeah, is. I, they want to hide but it. Also, I,
4: but on the test they also didn't really find anything. So maybe yeah, but they
2: should. They gotta have more tests because I'd rather them find
0: out oh, I during. Agree.
4: Pre- but I mean, if he has no symptoms, I agree. I agree. Look
0: to catch. Stuff, I mean, like, look at what happened to um Karis laver Like yeah, he also got Trait He also like. Karis, also you said like that trait ultimately saved his life because if if they if um then that's how I traded them they might have not detected the like the cancer in yeah. time so I mean so it's it's definitely yeah. scary He's stuff. Um, David, go ahead.
5: Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Marcus uh, Aldridge for um you know being the best player. But I, well, I suppose I mean I think I kind of like remember. So uh, when I was growing up, like 2000s and 2010s, but Mike talked about his awards, like it's impressive, but like it's just like looking back, it just reminds me of how backward was really, really is, and he and and his talent, but I mean, he, he, all these 2000s players, I mean, they, I mean, some of them have to go, some of them don't have to, but it's, it's their decision.
0: I can see a point. Uh, Marcellus, I mean, you want to chime in? What are your thoughts on, like, the Marcus Aldridge retiring?
2: I mean, I mean, it's a pretty serious thing on the regular heartbeat, man. I mean, I think it's the right time to do a because, you know, playing like that, it's not really a good thing to do. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate. But, I mean, you have a good career, though.
0: I mean, it's definitely it's unfortunate. Sure. I definitely agree with you there, but – um. I definitely think like I again it's a, it's the right move for him personally. Like um it's, it's definitely a right so move. Like just I just hope like 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 um that he like gets his health in order that he goes on to live like many more years and has like and has a great you know rest of his life. So his health is definitely like no support thing. Um Devin, you got you, uh, you wanna say?
3: I just I I thought that uh Mike hit it on the head when he said, you know, the teams they do all the physicals and they do the testing, but sometimes you don't you don't see that stuff until it just surfaces, right? Like takes me back to Rich Peverly, a hockey player, when he played for Dallas Stars. He literally dropped dead on the bench, right? Like they revived him. He had a heart attack on the bench. He had something similar to what uh what Aldrich had and they revived him. Now, you know, he's had to retire from home. All- and he made he's made life in hockey, so he's got into you know the scouting and doing some some of the the head office work, and same thing. I hope that uh, that Aldrich has the same idea that he's has a career. He may be able to have you know a life in basketball after, but good for him for doing what's right for him and ultimately his family, right? Like, Dave, oh, Dave, definitely. They need him. yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah,
3: d- yeah, definitely. I
0: completely agree with you there. Um, again, like, um, again, that's like what was most important, or like, like uh, his health, and family. Like, that's definitely like uh, should come first priority. So, um, we're st- so any final thoughts on like from anyone about the Marcus Aldridge? Any final thoughts? Nope. nope. All right, um, uh, we're running a little bit long time, so you guys know what time it is. It's time for our bets of the episode. So Devin, since you're a guest here, if you don't know what we do at the end of every episode, each of us we look at we open up like uh whatever uh sports book we are in we ultimately like place one well sometimes we may place multiple depending on our rules but for most of us, we each pick one bet and we keep standing so to give it an update on the standings um to recap last week um I ultimately got an NA because I picked the Blues over the Wild on the money line. That game ultimately got postponed due to, as we mentioned, like the situation go go. The, to mention all the shootings that, that the shooting took place in Minnesota, so that game got postponed. So I score. So I ultimately got an A. That means I will be getting extra bet to make this week to make for this episode. Um, Alex, you took an L. Yeah, the Jets over the Setters on the money line. knew you took an L there. Um. David also got an NA. He had the Phillies over the Mets on the money line. That game got rained out, so uh, that game ultimately got rained out. And I was thinking about, um, and I didn't know how to score this, David because um, they ultimately like the the um, they ultimately played a doubleheader the next day. But I believe doubleheaders now are only seven innings, so I thought it would be it would be weird like to score um like score you for a game that um that you assumed would be like nine innings. So I decided to also just give you an NA. So like myself there, you can make a two um you can make two bets for um, this episode. So um cool. Chris, you had you took a double W. You took the Sixers over the Mavericks. You won that one. Um Marcellus, my man, you are on a hot streak. If you, you've run down four straight bets, you had the series over the Madison on the money line, and you had the Suns over the Rocks on the money line as well. So, Marcellus, oh, yeah. you have now one four straight. Congratulations,
5: well, like,
0: yeah, I keep it going. Last one, <laughs> at least, Michael took it out. He had the Jazz over the Wizards on the money line. The Wizards pulled off the upset over the Jazz, and Michael, you. You all three lost your best. So to give it up on the standings, Chris is in first place. His record is 6-5, five, 56.24 points. Davis is in second place, 5-5 five five record, 49.09 points. Michael, you're in third place, 5-6 record, 48.82 points. i in fourth place, 4-6 four record, 36.94 points. Alex Alex, I believe your record is um five and six, th- th- 36.69 points. And Marcellus is in the last place. He have he's at four nine sixteen point sixty eight points. We're just so you know, Marcellus, we're gonna do something in the future to um to boot up your score because um the 60.68 points is in my opinion too low. So we will we will uh, boot up your score in the future once um. All our bets are more even, so I'm ultimately gonna go first here and I get to make two bets. For um, we didn't discuss this, bets. I told you I got an A, so I get to make two bets. You don't like it, Michael? Do you have like, a couple I like it. We didn't
2: boy, you better hope you did. We, we get off this podcast. You did <laughs> okay. Tell us, Adam, what's up? All right, thing?
0: all right. I'm making two bets. I am making a baseball one. I don't make a basketball one. As for baseball, I got the White Sox over the Red Sox on the money line. We look at right now the Red Sox are off to a very hot start to this season. They're a nine and four record. They're, they're playing great baseball. But ultimately, I, I think in a long term, they're not gonna be a better team than the Chicago White Sox. The Chicago White Sox are, in my opinion, the second best team, like at least talent wise. In the American League, I think they're. I think like um, they're gonna start to get out. We saw recently um the the uh, no hitter, or uh, recently was. We saw like on I believe it was we saw on Wednesday that um, the uh, almost perfect game that was pitched by um, Colin Rod- O'Don o- threw a no hitter, almost threw a perfect game if it wasn't for one hit by pitch in the ninth inning. So. I definitely think the White Sox like are overall a better team, so that's going to be a pick. I'm picking the White Sox over the Red Sox on my line. And my other bet, my basketball bet, Chris, I think this is going to make you a happy man. I'm picking the Memphis Grizzlies over the Chicago Bulls on the spread. The Grizzlies are favored by only minus four on the spread, and I have no idea how the Grizzlies are only favored by minus four. Or in this game, um the Chicago Bulls, they are not a great team, they are not a great team, they're a rebuilding team. Um they're not a bad team per se, but they're just not a great team. And you could say so you can make this argument. Oh um the Grizzlies are on the road. Oh oh so that's why the um spreads a little so let me look at these let me look at these st- these records right here. Just give me a second here. The you guys Andrew's know what um, Chris, though. you you know uh Memphis's record on the road is—I
4: do not, but I do believe it is better than the home record.
0: You are correct. They are fourteen Memphis and ten bad. at home. I mean, on the road, Me- Memphis Grizzlies are fourteen and ten on the road, and Chicago is is ten and seventeen at home. So that all, as of to my favor. I think minus four is way too low here of a spread. I am taking the Grizzlies minus four on the spread. So those are my two bets.
2: All right, hey um, Devin, you want to put a bet on for the
0: show? Um, I'll let
2: you go,
3: Michael.
0: I go uh, I always go last. Michael I always, always be... goes. Michael always goes last. Um, Chris, I'll, I'll uh, David, uh, Alex. All right, so
4: I'll be going. I'm gonna yeah, be... you're the range here, Chris. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll go. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna go with a baseball bet. I think Ooh, you know I people, like guys. Who a couple bet people baseball? on the podcast might like it. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Phillies on the money line over the Cardinals tomorrow.
2: Ooh. Oh, Alex just got happy. Alex just got turned on. <laughs> Alex, is like, I want to he have. Better not Ooh. let me down. <laughs> oh, man. You know, first of all, he's about to beat you up, Alex, if we go six and six tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to whoop that behind, boy. All right. Alex, you up, mother sucker. Okay. Um, don't pick no stupid bad boy.
1: I'm gonna go with the Utah Jazz money line.
0: Alex, don't go with the Jazz, bro. Oh, this could be Alex. Uh, uh, all right, um, is that your final bet, Alex? Alex, yep. don't do it. All right, all right, all right. Michael, stop trying to persuade advise. That's it. His bet is that he's taking the Jazz over the Pacers on the money line. So, uh, David, you're up.
5: I'm going for the Nets. Money oh yeah, line.
0: you have two you have two picks
5: there we go. You have two picks. Um my first one is the backboard one. Yeah. Um nuts on a money line.
0: That's on a money line. Um okay. Next up.
5: Um, and then I got one for hockey. Um B- B- I think the Bruins were out of the
0: they're taking the Bruins over the Islanders. I'll th- David, you know, I was I was considering this game. I was considering this um game. I'm not gonna tell you why it was a good bet, but I was considering uh betting that game. So you're taking the Bruins over the Islanders?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Money line, right?
2: Yeah. Devin, you
0: got any bet?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one. Um do so you guys I'm gonna go LA over Colorado? Uh, plus two sixty on the money line.
0: Oh, okay. Which sport is that?
3: Hockey. Okay. Kings over Adam, the. He's others. a hockey man. He a hockey man. All he right. going to yeah.
0: go So taking L.A. over Colorado. Yeah. Money
3: uh, line, not puck line. All uh, right.
0: right. I got money line. All right. No, so you what, baby? Don't bet puck line
3: in hockey. That's what I learned. I learned that puck, the hard way. Puck line, Jesus, empty netters. <laughs> That'll get you. You're paid every get paid more often than not, Adam. You got to uh, bet puck line when you can.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Thumbs up. Marcellus, so again, you got two picks as always, Marcellus. Go. I'm going
5: to take uh, Westbrook to get a triple-double. First.
0: Oh, Westbrook triple-double.
2: Yeah. Uh-oh. And, um, you definitely going to get that. And then my second one, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the next
0: one. Okay. All right, so Westbrook triple double and Nets money line. All right, um, um, unfortunately like phones not cooperating here, my sauce, but um, but I will eventually mark that. Th- but I will eventually uh mark that down. So last up, big money, Mike. Go ahead. And what's my record this
2: week? What What am I at, brother? What am I, I at? You are five and six. I'm five and six. When I bet it with Dame, when I bet it with the Jazz, I'm one and one, I believe, right? Two and one, I believe.
3: I think it's two
2: and two, I believe. When I'm with the Jazz, when yeah. I picked the Knicks, I was one and one, and I beat somebody in this group chat about in this co in this on this other uh, a certain co-host challenged me to, for the Memphis Knicks game, and what happened to that? I won, and he knows who I'm talking about. He knows who
4: it is. Yeah. <laughs> We can run it back May third if you're interested. That's all I'll say.
2: Uh, oh, I got down to take your lunch money one more time. <laughs> 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 Adam, we're going We're going to stay. You know what time it is? Yeah. Damn time. We're going with damn time up in here. Damn it. I'm going to go with Lillard scoring over 25, 20 points or more.
0: Okay. 20 25 points or more. points or more. I'm
2: going to get cocky. I'm going to get cocky, Adam. I'm going to get cocky. Okay. And the Blazers money line. Oh, I oh.
0: I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get greedy. All right. So taking uh Damian Lillard to score 25 points and for the, the Portland Trailblazers to win.
2: Come on, I'm getting Damian. Average is over 20 or more, so. That's no problem. That's no problem. No problem. Oh, He's 20. Ooh, okay. Adam, I got sure Damon's playing. You know, make sure Damien Lillard's playing. Damien mm-hmm. averaged over twenty. That's no problem for him. You should I check de- he de- def- I
0: de- No, no, Michael, I love the bet. I, I, I love the bet. I'm not questioning your bet at all. He all oh, right. Man. All right. So I'm gonna. I'll, I'll make sure I get that marked down. On uh, Marcellus, you had the Nets again. Yeah, dude, I did. I had the Nets um, on the money line, right? Yeah. Okay. I I got that marked down, and Westbrook double double. So um, so all right. So that's all for our best this weekend. That's all for this episode. Um, Devin, we thank you for coming on. It was great to give you your insight on, on. All sports, specifically hockey, brought great insight um, into a sport. I, I, again, I want um, to uh, give some love on the podcast. Uh, 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 My podcast. pleasure, like Adam. Because hockey is just such a great sport, and we, I wanted to talk a little bit with you guys. So, uh, Devin, we thank you for coming on.
3: Love it. Thanks. My pleasure, guys. And uh, Stanley Cup playoffs roll around. Your Devils won't be there, but uh, if you <laughs> oh, want to oh, talk,
0: it's, it'll, it'll still hopefully be like a a really good uh, Stanley Cup
3: playoff. So
2: say that you, boy.
3: Yeah, but I mean, for some of the guys here on the futures, the Islanders aren't a bad bet, boys. So I definitely think I
0: definitely think that's a pretty good bet too. And uh-huh, as a, as a as a Devils fan, like I'm definitely rooting for the Islanders to go all the way with all the four Devils they have on there. I, I definitely like am gonna be on the on this bandwagon. So that's it. This has been episode twelve of the Get Your Game Out Podcast with Josh Truly, Anne Grissani, Michael Cunningham, Alex Reach, David Heller, Chris Kearn, and Marcellus Spro If you like what you heard, leave a like and follow or subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you wanna join the conversation, drop a comment or review and may feature it in a future episode right there. Those who dreams to this If you can match a world, believe in it and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay lit. And. We're-